All right. Welcome to the Florida Woman Podcast. I'm currently podcasting with a baby strapped around my chest. It's the only way she'll shut up. I'm the picture of the modern father, Kelsey Ann. I know you are. It's Look at me. Duh. I'm Mr. Mom right now. I'm fully in marsupial mode. But this is, I mean, listeners, this is the only way she'll shut the fuck up for a minute. So <laughs> hope it works. Okay, I I just want to know why more people aren't talking about aliens right now. Okay, though we're all talking about aliens right now. We don't are? get it twisted. I haven't heard heads nor tails about aliens since that big panel with all the governmental people that that were like, yeah, right, they're that real. I turned you on to. And you yeah, know I why? didn't even know about it until all you of your showed channels, it to me. All your social media channels are fucking normies, babe. I hate to say it. NPCs. God damn it. The reggies, regular people. The, their third eye is not open. Their pineal gland is not decalcified like us. You Got see it. what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, I see it. I see it. We're on That's why you're lines. not seeing yeah. it. Oh, you're so not in the community. are talking about them. Yeah. I mean, there's been this fucking hubbub in Mexico about these. <laughs> have you seen the pictures of them, by the way? Yeah, I have. The little mummified little. I mean, they look it looks fake, fake as shit. Right? Yeah. But apparently, they did MRI scans of these little, like, alien mummies. And you apparently, they're, they're made out of biological. Human DNA material yeah and they've done tests on the dna and it's well they say they've done this right i know you know what but i mean see, this you can't is, trust these guys we're being classic alien people right now because we're like we're skeptics total skeptics man like i think classic are alien people are not skeptical i think they'll believe any old fucking thing you no talk. i think i think the crossover between being an alien person and a ufo guy and being a um a conspiracy theorist in terms of what governments do and do not tell their their citizens right the crossover is huge it's basically the same person oh so you don't trust any government i think people who believe in ufos traditionally don't trust governments well yeah i agree you're skeptical of the government but you should also be skeptical of the guy saying hey this little mummy is a real-life alien. I know. That's where the UFOologists run into their trouble. <laughs> it's right. Yeah. Only in this moment. Uh-huh. Because they are both believer and skeptic. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, I do. I do. Um, I don't know. I'm, I don't think it's real. I know, but you're being such an alien guy right now by wow. saying that. <laughs> because I'm being the opposite of an alien guy. No, like... It's only us weird people that are interested in this subject True. that would say, well, gov- the government came out and said that they're real, but eh, I don't buy it. Well, the government didn't come out and say they're real. This is just some guy in Mexico. He's like a scientist. Okay, but the U.S. government did. Well, people who work for the U.S. government did. But the U.S. government has said absolutely nothing. And those people who testified in Congress, right, it was a congressional hearing. Um, so they were scientists who worked for NASA and who like worked for the military. But and they, they, they didn't want to perjure themselves. They're under oath, don't they? Yeah, they're not. They are not perjuring themselves. But there are things that they're not literally at liberty to discuss because of military clearances. Like, doesn't that make it sound more real to you? <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. But I mean, when it comes to these little dummies in Mexico, not the Mexican people, the little mummies, mummy dummies the mummy in Mexico. Dummies. Um, I, I have a lot more reason to be skeptical than when the, the NASA scientist is testifying. But either way, we've got no evidence yeah. one way or the other, okay. except for those videos from the Air Force. Those are pretty crazy. I just don't think you're totally understanding my point, which is that, like, take this circle. This circle is, I believe in aliens. Mm-hmm. 
this circle is anything the government tells me is a lie. Bullshit. Now uh-huh. we put them together, one on top of another, and it's the government saying, hey, aliens are real. So then That's the- a problem. <laughs> So the logical chain here is that the the alien guys then have to like loop back around on themselves yes. and say because the government says it's true, then aliens don't really exist. Yes, <laughs> that's. I think it's a crisis in the community. Logic. It's a crisis. Okay, but here's the thing that I've been thinking about now as a new mom. The UFO community is in shambles. I mean, what a, what an identity crisis! Like they they should all be crawling on the floor. Like, yeah. well, they already are. Pain. They That's already true. are. True. You know what I'm saying? Okay, so but listen to this because I have a theory bunch. that I'm working out. Okay, go as ahead. a new mom, mm-hmm. I have spent a lot of time so far sucking snot out of my daughter's nose. It's true. You have to do that. They can't blow their own nose. They can't blow their own nose. They can't get their own fucking boogers out. Yeah, also, their nasal passages breathe. are like half of a millimeter. Yeah, they're itsy bitsy. Yeah, so small. Uh-huh. Um, so they get congested easily and they can only breathe through their nose. So if they're mm-hmm. congested, they're going to have a hard time breathing, period. They can't breathe out of their mouths. This is something I've learned. That's so. But it's, where are you going with this? So... It's this little, like, we all have this little snot sucker thing. That's like this tube. Uh-huh. And I'm just, it's occurring to me that I think a lot of our, a lot of our lore about aliens, mm-hmm. and specifically alien abductions, yeah. a lot of the conversation is geared towards probing, right? Yeah. Getting probed, almost being probed. Uh-huh. And I think probing can take a lot of forms, right? Obviously, but um, uh-huh. <laughs> butt probes. Uh-huh. Um, but I've also heard of like, you know, uh, facial probes and things like this, right? Okay. So I think that collectively we all have this interconnected image uh-huh. that we can't explain, but that is very clear to us of big people standing over us Looking down at us with wide eyes. Oh, <laughs> I see what you're saying. Probing us. Uh huh. Uh huh. That's when we're infant. I I I literally am standing over my daughter quite mm-hmm. often, probing her nose. Yeah, making sounds she can't understand. Yeah, you're gigantic. She's immobile. She's yeah. She's she like laying on a you. table. I'm standing over her. Yeah, there's nothing she can do. She can't. She's yeah. Like you she's said, gonna immobile. Get probed. She's gonna get probed. Yeah. I'm I'm in her butt. You know. <laughs> I'm, With I'm the wiping thermometer the butt every once in a while. Oh yes. When you take a baby's temperature, you have to use a, an anal thermometer probe. I think that that those like images stick with us from when we're infants (laughs) and they're not memories there's something deeper and then when we Uh have some sort of like event happen to us or weird like weird dream we immediately have this image come to mind and we associate it with being abducted by aliens but i think it's actually just a remembrance of being an infant wow so true babe i'm I'm with you on that i i agree we have this deeply ancestral shared common mm-hmm. memory from before we even started making memories yeah of being peered and loomed over by giant unknowable figures that are doing med- weird medical stuff to you that you can't resist yes wow you've cracked the code 
Well, so then now I don't know what you think. Do you believe in all this alien shit or do you not? Absolutely believe in it. <laughs> You're a hundred percent. Hundred percent. You defy your own your own hypothesis. I know. I understand that. But yeah, I it's mean, it's complicated. You're inscrutable. You're unknowable. That's something that <laughs> we all know and love about you. Okay, um, let's talk about Florida. I was just gonna do that. Can I go first? Yeah, please. Okay. What do you got for me? Florida woman admits she's addicted to breastfeeding her husband. Babe. I know. Babe. I got this off You talk off to of the press? <laughs> the Black Information Network, B-I-N. <laughs> Wait, America's most trusted news source? That's right. The Black Information Network? A Florida woman has admitted she's addicted to breastfeeding her husband. Hell On yeah. a recent episode of TLC's My Strange Addiction. Ooh, oh, love uh-huh, that show. Uh-huh. Rachel re- revealed that her husband. I feel like there are a lot of Floridian episodes. There has to be. Yeah. Uh, revealed that her husband, Alexander... Which is a funny name for someone who drinks breast milk. Alexander? Alexander. No, I think it's a perfectly fitting Come name. Come here, Alexander. Exactly, yeah. If you had a name like that, that you that you said the whole thing, like you didn't have a nickname, you weren't Alex, you were Alexander. Like, that's exactly who I would expect would be an adult breast milk feeder. Alexander drinks from her breast milk three times a day. Good. Quote, I drank my wife's breast milk all sorry, I drink, not past tense. Uh-huh. I drink my wife's breast milk all day, every day, straight from the source. Damn, this Alexander guy rocks. Said, <laughs> I love this guy. Rachel, a mom of three, said she's also breastfeeding her two-year-old son. Nice. So her two-year-old son is competing for resources Hell with her yeah. disgusting husband. That's right. Amazing. Like son, like father. Uh-huh. Um. I currently breastfeed my two-year-old son and plan to breastfeed my two-year-old until he is completely over breastfeeding. She said, I allow my children to choose when they want to stop. I mean, I was focused on the main point here, which is that the grown man is sucking the breast milk, but mm-hmm. two years old is pretty fucking old, too. Oh, for sure. That is, <laughs> it's old, yeah. Two-year-old is like forming sentences and like walking around. I know. Here's the thing. I... Uh-huh. You're gonna do that. Do it in private. I was recently walking yeah, around a this p- whole a local situation park. is way too proud. These this people are way, way too proud. not ashamed of what yeah, they're doing. Yeah, you should be a little ashamed of what yeah. you're doing. Okay? Yeah, even you're if you continue like doing it, like keep it to yourself. Yeah. I saw recently. I was walking in a park. Uh-huh. A, I swear to you, Nathan, three and a half year old boy. Yeah, like could fully run like not uh-huh. only walk but like run could play at the playground uh-huh. could get on a swing push himself on a swing um sucking from his mother's oh no breast. in full light of day in the middle of the day in oh the middle God. of a park and in fact he had he had just gone through such a session with her boob that he <laughs> he became like milk drunk and he sort of like slid down the bench with oh, like a Jesus. slack jaw and i was just like when your son can tie his own shoe. Yes, exactly. <laughs> this is when you either stop doing that or become very embarrassed that you're doing that still inside your house. It's so crazy. And not in public. When your son can form the sentence, Mommy, I'm hungry. It's game over. Yeah. It's, you should no longer be feeding your, your child. He's like that kid from Game of Thrones. You remember? Yes, Robin. Yes. yes Mommy, I'm hungry. That's so fucked, babe. So listen to the rest of this. Do you think that kid has ever tasted, like, real food? 
That's a good question. I, has to. Has to have. Has to? How? Has to have stopped breastfeeding by the time he's three and a half. <laughs> I know, but most of the time when, when people continue on at that age, like they are eating other foods. Weird. Because they're sometimes going to daycare and stuff like that. Uh-huh. Like, you know, that'd be yeah, impossible. Mommy's not there. Well, yeah. that kid. Do you think that mom's sending... Okay, do you think kids who breastfeed into that age are really being sent away to daycare by their moms? Yeah, I guess their mom's kind of attached, Mom's like in love with, with them, them right? yeah, yeah, exactly. This is another thing that I hate, boy mom culture. Boy moms. Oh my Explain. God, disgusting. So a boy mom uh-huh. is basically, is not just the mother of a boy. <laughs> That's normal. Yeah. Um, a boy mom is a subculture amongst moms where they are obsessed with their sons to the point of almost romantic attraction. Oh god. And they like they romanticize and nearly sexualize things that they do with their young sons and Jesus the relationships Christ. that they have with them. This is like in on in an inverse way. This is like uh men who are like really fucking obsessive about their daughters. Like um you know, like the typical image of like a guy sitting on a rocking chair polishing a shotgun. Yeah. You oh know, my god, yeah. I always thought some kid that, that was weird. Comes to pick up their daughter for prom or whatever. Yeah, it's so weird. It's not being protective over your daughter. That's normal. Her, like, but yeah, virginity obsessively guarding whatever. her vagina is yeah. weird. It's like, why are you so focused on her vagina in the first place? Now I get historically, like if you know, because girls didn't used to be people. They used to, used to families would trade them back yeah. and forth for like 80. You get 80 head of cattle or whatever. But if, you know, she the seal had been broken. Then the deal then was the off, other Yeah, the other family yeah. would send her back. Yeah. They'd be like, this one's broken. Give me a new, you know what I mean? And then you just lost like half of your income or whatever. But in the, in the modern era, that's mm-hmm. like this, it's become a weird psychodrama. Definitely. It's funny that that tends to happen with guys yeah. like... When puberty is onset, huh, uh-huh. I feel like you see girl dads become that type of guy and become obsessive around that age. But well, that's boy what moms you were happen from the very beginning. Oh, really? Yeah, like boy mom does not start at puberty. Like boy <laughs> mom is a thing that happens. Like, you have you ever seen like an Instagram post or something of like a woman being like, "I don't need a man." Like, I. My son is my love. Like, I have Zachary. Yeah. Ew, Isn't that no. so fucking weird? I'm sorry. Yes, yeah, Are terrifying. you comparing your son to a boyfriend that you would have sex with? That's Don't do that. You see this on the internet? Yes. This is like an internet subculture? Yes. That's terrible. Yeah. You think that lady in the park was a boy mom? Oh, yes. Oh, awesome. Definitely. So what happened with the, the rest of this? Okay, uh, so she says... Sucky, sucky family. <laughs> the mother went on to explain that her body produces an excess amount of breast milk. So her husband assists her in managing He's the just condition. helping. He's just giving a hand, guys. Quote, Lay off. I have a condition just like a lot of women that breastfeed where I overproduce milk. And mm-hmm. so my husband has to take on that secondary role He's just got of to finishing strap the job. Bib on. <laughs> <laughs> and fucking get to work. She says, breastfeeding my husband is not just a luxury. It's actually a necessity. Oh, wow. She noted that she loves the bond she and her husband have built from adult breastfeeding. It's not a kink for us, she said in a statement. It started as Alexander just helping me out when I was in pain, but it turned into more of an emotional bonding thing. I'm sorry. It is a kink. It is a kink, and it's a kink that needs to get shamed. I'm so sorry. Uh. I mean, it's 
is it weirder that she's saying it's not a kink and that it's yes. actually more of just like a he's kind of ha- having to finish the job that her toddler can't finish? Yeah, and it's that so weird. It's about she's emotional justifying bonding. It. Yeah, yeah. As opposed I'd rather to, them being just like this is the only way we yeah, can get off. Yeah, isn't this funny? Like yeah. we're so like we're naughty and sexy like that. Okay, I'd be like, go, nah, right, 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 right. Let them live. But these guys are like being all serious about it, which makes it even weird and feel even more kinky, don't you think? I completely agree. Terrible. So this woman is such a boy mom that she's in fact a boy mom of her husband. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Oh, that's fucking awful. You want to go ahead? Yeah. Is that your, is that your only Florida woman for No, today? no, no. I just feel like switching on and off. Okay, let's go. Um, I have one that was, it's a follow-up from last week. Okay. Uh, the Florida man who hung swastika banner on highway pass is arrested. Mm-hmm. In Cape Canaveral, a Florida man who authorities described as being a member of an extremist group has been arrested in displaying a banner with swastikas on a highway overpass, a violation of a new state law that makes it a crime to display images onto a structure without permission. That's all I really have. I mean, it's far from just desserts, but like, you know, it's you something. got fucking Nazis running around in the state. Something's got to be done about it. All right. I'm going to tell you, uh, I, both of my Florida women are Florida yeah. moms today. I oh, nice. got it on the brain, I guess. I love it. Um, Florida woman left toddler in car to go swimming and, quote, meet sharks. She went to go meet the sharks? Yeah. I do want to show like you aquarium? her mic shot. Oh, damn. Describe this. Uh, she is like strung out Barbie. She looks like, I don't know, she looks like she used to be really cute like 20 years ago, but then meth and like, you know, 15 years of meth benders and sleepless nights and staying out in the sun all day long have like shrunk her skin onto her skull. And um, oddly, there's only, she's only got long hair on one side of her head. It looks like the other (laughs) side of her head is shaved. Yeah, yeah. Which sort of lends itself to the Barbie thing. Like I feel like girls pull their Barbie's hair out (laughs) and like do. do weird shit to it. They do. This is funny that you said like methy and mm-hmm. strung out because I, when I look at her, I see like a hippie. Like I see a granola mom almost. Like she does have that super tight skin and the sort of sun, sun baked wrinkles and yeah. that sort of like natural, like windswept blonde hair. Mm-hmm. And like an insane smile and sort of like dark eyes, yeah. In a way that reminds me of women that like that like bottle their own breast milk in like Joshua Tree, sure, or whatever. Yeah. Or like I'd make argue their that own the kombucha and very like, thin. Yeah, but I never noticed how thin the line was until just now. Well, yeah. I mean, think about um, think about you went to high school in a small town in the mountains in Southern California yeah. in Idlewild, yeah. right? So who were the two types of people who lived in that town? Oh, my God. You got hippies and and you got meth heads. Yes. The line there is very thin. And one may become the other in the blink of an eye. Wow. I just opened your eyes. Shit, you really did. Damn, babe. Let's get wild. By the way, these were like not wealthy hippies. I feel like there's a difference between like a wealthy Oh yeah, and like, like a, a hippie who literally lives in a trailer, just like the meth head does. Definitely, like the real hippies are all poor as shit, and they don't because they don't do anything because they grow their own sprouts, and it yeah, takes right, them all right. day to do that. And yeah. so they don't have a job. <laughs> they don't have yeah, a job. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Lee County, Florida. A 
A Florida woman was arrested after she left a two-year-old unattended in, in an SUV. So Bad maybe move. Maybe I'm more right, but skew wealthy hippie. Mm-hmm. Um, so she could go swimming and meet sharks, according to an arrest report. Allison Doherty, 41, of Fort Myers, was booked into Lee County Jail on charge of child neglect. On Monday morning, Lee County deputies responded to the Captain Conn's restaurant located on Main Street in Boquilia after a man spotted a child left alone in a running car. Always do that, guys. Uh, the man told deputies he saw Always a woman. Always leave your kid alone in the car. <laughs> Later yeah. identified as Doherty, parked her vehicle in a parking space near the pier, turned the radio all the way up before jumping into the water where she began to swim around the pier. The man said he watched the woman swim around the pier for about 20 minutes. It was only when she went, when he went to check on her vehicle that he spotted the toddler crawling around inside and called 911. Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah. So this does not, to me, seem like hippie behavior. This seems like meth head behavior, don't you think? Yeah, it does, except for, well, it says, a different witness told deputies she saw Doherty swimming in the water where people were fishing. They Uh began to yell over to her that they were fishing and their hooks were in the water and also sharks. (sighs) Doherty allegedly yelled back she didn't care about the hooks and said she wanted to get hooked. She wanted to meet sharks. So that, again, I think proves my point. This woman is not, this woman is doing like uppers. For sure. She's got way too much energy to be doing that. I mean, and she's just smiling so big in this mud mud shot. It is loving life right now. Just happy as a clam. Fort Myers, too, by the way. I know, I know. Your hometown. Okay, well, if we're switching on and off, then I got this one. Florida man causes $2 million in damage with a hot-wired excavator that he crashes into a Walmart. Wow. A machete-armed Florida man stole an excavator and went on a joyride through Gainesville Monday night, crashing into several buildings, including a Walmart, and causing roughly $2 million in damage. Jesse Smith, 47, was arrested early Tuesday morning after he allegedly stole the yellow Komatsu excavator, valued at $350,000, and drove it down several roads, knocking into buildings, fences, and light poles, before finally coming to rest after crashing into the side of a Walmart. Smith entered the machine without permission at a construction site and quote-unquote hot-wired the excavator and drove it away, an arrest report viewed by the Post stated. He allegedly allegedly broke through a chain-link fence at the worksite before he drove into buildings at a nearby storage unit center while extending the excavator's boom to, quote, inflict additional damage. So I just have to say this, listeners. People are just leaving bulldozers on construction sites. I mean, they're just asking for it, don't you think? They just left this bulldozer completely unattended Separated from the outside world by nothing more than a chain link fence. I mean, what was Jesse supposed to do? Just walk peacefully past? No way. way. You got to jump the fence. You got to hotwire the bulldozer. If you're going to hotwire anything, it might as well be a bulldozer, right? That's maximum enjoyment. (laughs) Is this some boy shit? Like, y'all play with the trucks and then you like. Yeah, absolutely. It's some boy shit. Yes, yes, 100%. Well, you're telling me you don't have a feminine urge to <laughs> to ever be inside of a bulldozer? Not at all. Well, you just wouldn't fucking get it then, babe. <laughs> I'm so sorry. You don't have the feminine urge to get hooked by a fishing wire and meet some Obviously sharks? Obviously not. Do you think there's some weird sexual shit involved with that? There might be. 
There totally could be. Yeah, I'm into bait play. I'm into chum play. <laughs> Gross. Um, okay, so I got another one. This was a this was a submission from our own Marty Bass. A uh, chemistry PhD student in Florida charged for injecting chemical agent under upstairs neighbor's door. Shit. Go on. A Florida man has been charged with several counts of battery after injecting a potentially hazardous chemical into his upstairs neighbor's home. After a hidden camera showed Zhu Ming Li using a syringe to inject a chemical into the bottom of a door, he was charged with three counts of battery for dispersed chemical agent, possession of a controlled substance, aggravated stalking and battery on law enforcement via the chemical agent, according to the arrest affidavit out of Hillsborough County. Lee was a doctorate student in the chemistry department at the University of South Florida between 2018 and the summer of 2023, according to a USF spokesperson. Mm-hmm. He has pleaded not guilty to the charges, which is insane because I'm literally watching a video of him doing it right oh my now. God. And his attorney declined to comment further on the matter. In an interview with USA Today, Umar Abdullah outlined the year of conflict with his downstairs neighbor, Lee, leading up to the video that got him arrested. Abdullah said he received endless noise complaints almost immediately after moving into his Tampa apartment last year. (laughs) The complaints picked up in August 2022 when Abdullah's daughter was born, but they weren't about the baby crying. He was complaining about footsteps, drawers, Roomba, like all the various sounds that naturally occur in an apartment, Abdullah said. Um, Lee went to the landlord, called the police, and complained to the HOA before finally apparently deciding to poison his neighbor and his infant daughter. On May 31st, Abdullah had a friend drop by his house to check on a delivery he received while he was out of town. After she arrived, she called him and asked if he had painted or bought new furniture recently because it smelled strongly of chemicals and made her eyes burn. Oh my god. When he replied no, she said she had to leave because it felt like somebody threw chili powder on her. That was the first of several incidents when his family would experience the mystery smell that seemed to be coming from the water heater closet next to the front door. Abdullah said they called Tampa Fire Rescue on one occasion to check for chemical leaks, but found nothing. They had the AC checked and water heater replaced, but neither solved the issue. Oh my god, this family went through it all. No shit. Meanwhile, every time the smell would appear, his daughter's eyes would water and she would cough until she vomited. No! After eliminating several potential sources of the smell, he and his wife began to suspect someone was tampering with their home. I started sniffing the water heater area like a dog. <laughs> and I was, and as I was moving towards the entry door from the water heater door, I felt that the smell is even more severe. A toxic smell, he said, and a headache. I can't describe it in words. It is so bad. In June, he set up the camera and captured Lee in the act on two back-to-back days. The first video wasn't clear what was happening. The second time, when the syringe was visible, he called the police. (gasps) Lee's arrest affidavit shows that the fire rescue respondents also experienced skin irritation after their first visit, but did not know the cause at the time. Early testing of the chemical showed methadone and hydrocodone. The USF spokesperson Kevin Walter said that the university's chemistry labs do not use controlled substances. Abdullah said his family is no longer suffering medically, but he hopes that final testing of the chemical comes back with different results anyway. I still pray and hope that the final lab report says that the chemical is something different, there there is something inauthentic, and not something hazardous, because I care for my family, and I just don't want any harm for my daughter. You should be used, Nathan, as like a a drug sniffing dog. Like you should be. You think used, so? You should be <laughs> used in me the like same a drug way sniffing dog with your skin. Like your skin is so sensitive that you should be 
employed by police departments across the country yeah. to walk into rooms. I'm like a pH strip. Yeah, and if something blooms on your skin, <laughs> if you're irritated in some way or your eyes are irritated, uh-huh. then yes, there's yeah. a chemical agent in here. Yeah. Just like a drug-sniffing dog. Fellas, you ever get disrespected by your wife <laughs> on a platform that's available for everybody in the world to listen to? <laughs> Not that you're wrong, though, I will say. Um, I, from this article, I learned two things, which first of all is you never fuck with nerds or dorks or dweebs, They're so scary. chemistry students, because like the rage of a dork goes so much deeper than a normal person's. Like they let it fester and seethe and there's so much like, there's so much more maladjusted and hateful Wait, that is so than normal true. people. I feel like. The rage of a jock or a bro yeah, is it like gets someone expressed says immediately. Yeah, someone says like, you know, well, you're not so smart, and they yeah. go, like, "What the fuck did you say to me?" Yeah, exactly. And they just get it out right then exactly. and there. Whereas the rage of a dork, you're right, it exactly. builds, it festers, it seeds. They're socially maladapted, so they don't wow. have the courage to let it out. So they just do shit like this. They poison infant daughters. They with also like have like a poisonous huge gases. victim complex yes, where they think everyone's yes. out to get uh-huh. them. Like the guy was walking around in his apartment, man. Sorry he lived above you. Oh Maybe you should God. get a fucking unit on the second floor if you're so worried about or it. Or don't live in a fucking apartment then. You can find some Go other live in a cardboard in box <laughs> under a bridge. No, no. You can find like a small, tiny house. Not a tiny house, but a small house. Trailer technically is a tiny house. That's the original tiny house. Yeah, I would say it is the original mm-hmm. tiny house. Oh, but the second thing I learned is that there's always <laughs> going to be a ring doorbell now. So don't commit. Oh, yeah. You, you don't can't commit, commit crimes, crimes anymore because really? you're always on camera. So true. I mean, it's funny because it is sort of an Orwellian nightmare. But at the same time, it's just like, don't fucking inject the chemicals then because everybody's got a ring doorbell now. They're going to f- see your fucking face while you do it, you stupid idiot. This is something that I think about like as, as so spooky smart season is coming upon us. Yeah. Um, I've been like ingesting a lot of like horror movies, horror content. Yeah, of course. And I, it it occurs to me that like a lot of ghost stories and things like that in mm-hmm. our lore happened a long time ago, and we, it's almost like religion in the sense that like back then you could just say some shit and no one could fact check you. Mm-hmm. You could just be like. Yeah, dude, he turned the water into wine. It was crazy. And then yeah, right. people start repeating it. Or like, go, yeah, dude, I um, I had a ghost in my house who ate, who chewed the wood, and our house collapsed, and we all died. <laughs> uh-huh. I don't know. You could just uh-huh. say some shit, and you no could. one could check you on it. And then we hit this period where, like, there's not really a lot of miracles quote unquote miracles like in in religion happening yeah like uh, and there's not a lot of like you know ghost stories really mm-hmm. anymore mm-hmm. but now I think we're entering into a new phase where you can actually the media has gotten so sophisticated the technology I guess is what I mean really mm-hmm. has has gotten so sophisticated like deep fakes and AI and like editing software and stuff that actually, you can make things look like whatever you want them to look like. Oh, that's interesting. So we are yet to see the first like AI defense. Yeah. So somebody could be caught on camera committing a crime, but say, no, that was an AI. Yeah. Like that's I would never do something like that. Mm-hmm. 
Very interesting. Because, like, you know... You shouldn't believe anything you hear. Ever anymore. Especially not on this program. We're done. But, like, I think people are having this conversation about serial killers, too. That, like, the the golden age of the serial killer, it's over, guys. It's over. Oh, yeah, it's long gone. Because we'll just catch you. Because of the ring doorbells and all this other shit, Yeah, exactly. But then I wonder if it's going to tip to a point where technology advances so much that there's going to be a new wave of serial killers, a new wave of like fake miracles, fake ghost stories. You know what I'm saying? Like now we can actually fake it. Whereas the problem before was that we, you could check us on it. Let me blow your mind real quick. That's already happened. How so? It's already happened. So first of all, we've gone from, we've gone from, uh, serial killers, uh, being caught by ring doorbells to mass shooters live streaming their mass shooting while it's happening. Right. See what I'm saying? Yeah. They're, using They're using technology, technology as a weapon. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And to viralize the idea of doing that. Right. Right? There was that guy in New Zealand, and then all of a sudden, this started becoming a format of thing that you could do. Right. A live stream. A live stream, like mass murder. murder. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oof. Okay. Now, also, uh, there are people who think that giants are real. There's a community of people on TikTok who, like, are consuming a bunch of, like, altered footage. Oh. And, like, you know, forced perspective, like, images out of context and stuff like that. Videos out of context and straight up doctored footage. um, Who are purporting the idea that giants are real. And that the government has been keeping them a secret because they're from fi- us they're for doing years. their own research and they're finding these videos. Well, but these yeah, these videos are not real. Well, they're obviously they're not okay. You giants don't fucking exist. Yeah. Well, but, we don't know that. <laughs> okay, so that's the same logic. As I have a bunch of TikTok videos for you to watch. Exist because it doesn't seem likely, and because you've never seen it. It's like we don't really know about cryptids, okay? I draw the line at cryptids. Okay, your Cartesian logic notwithstanding, okay, sure. But, like, it's one thing to say there is an animal that lives in the Pacific Northwest that That science doesn't know about. And it's another thing to say there are magic giants that live in the mountains. And here's another thing. A lot of people think that, like, big rock formations... Mm -hmm. um, like you're aware of what a mesa is or a plateau Mm -hmm. like that, Um, that those are actually the stumps of giant trees and that's where the giants used to live and they've been cut down. Do you see what I'm saying here? Like the leap in logic is a lot greater with this like magical TikTok community. And there's also, there's uh, communities of like people on the internet who are, think they're witches. Oh, there was like, I remember reading about, there was this one woman who like, um, when it was like during the invasion of uh, Syria by ISIS, uh, oh, she, yeah. she wanted like to a... hex Allah. Yeah, 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 yeah. She tried to like put a put a spell on Allah. Mm-hmm. But this was like being posted about in a community of online witches. And then there was another time when they all got together on Twitter to try and like Stop Donald put Trump a, or something. Well, right? no, they wanted to put a curse on the moon or something like that. Oh, I don't remember that one. But you're proving my point. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's already happened. Yeah, yeah, The yeah. internet has broken everybody so far down that we're back to like medieval like and folk magic like folk and stuff magic like that. And yeah. giants and flat earth and... Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. technology has become, like you said, 
it's it not has just a hindrance to your crimes. Yeah, it can it's enabled uh, mass murders and crimes mm-hmm, and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So there you go. Boom. Amazing. Culture lessons, folks. Oh, you want a lesson in some culture, babe? You want to know some fucking Florida shit that's going on right now? This is an article from the New Yorker, okay. right? And the headline is "Virtual Reality School is the Next Frontier of the School Choice Movement." Okay. So let me read this to you. It's six a.m. A little girl who looks to be about ten years old hits the button on her alarm clock. She eats a bowl of cereal and brushes her teeth and hair before going to school. In class, she takes notes while her teacher, Ms. Marty, gives a lesson. Then everyone puts on spacesuits and helmets, and the class relocates to outer space. This is the vision for a new kind of education sold in a promotional video for Optima Academy Online, an all-virtual school that was launched in 2022. The little girl, like most of her classmates and teachers, spends a good part of her day in a MetaQuest 2 headset, a set of one-pound white goggles that extends in a single band across her eyes. She wears the headset on and off for about three hours, removing it to read a book, eat a sandwich, and hot glue some sort of tinfoil art. (laughs) Her classmates are, I know, shade from the New Yorker. Okay, it's fucking tinfoil art. You don't got to be rude about it. Anyway, her classmates are scattered across different towns, and her teachers live all over the country. In the video, the little girl doesn't have a single in-person interaction. (gasps) Wait, what? The virtual school is part of Optima Ed, a company in Florida founded by Erica Donalds, a 43-year-old conservative education activist. During the past school year, the academy enrolled more than 170 full-time students up to 8th grade from all over Florida, a number that Optima Ed will roughly double this fall. Starting in 3rd grade, full-time students wear a headset for 30 to 40 minutes at a time for 4 or 5 sessions with built-in pauses so that the students don't experience visual fatigue. Oh no. Younger students do something closer to regular virtual school using Microsoft Teams and Canvas. In the afternoons, kids complete their coursework independently with teachers available to answer questions digitally. Optima Ed is possible because of Florida's distinctive education policy landscape. The state was one of the pioneers of the school choice movement. Ever since Jeb Bush was governor in the er, Jeb in the early 2000s, Florida has provided various kinds of vouchers to students from poor families and later to those with disabilities, allowing them to purchase courses from companies like Optima Ed. Governor Ron DeSantis expanded that program by making all students eligible for education vouchers funded with the money that would otherwise go toward their public school education. This legislation has made it even easier for parents to use state dollars for Optima Ed's products. But the company is also quickly expanding beyond Florida. This fall, it's providing VR services to students in Arizona, another state that has embraced school choice and parts of Michigan. So isn't this what we say? Culture begins in Florida and then spreads to the rest of the United States and then the world. And it's funny to me that it goes to Arizona second. Yeah. Because I always think of Arizona as being like Florida Retirement capital. Yeah. That's what it is. They're the two retirement it's just capitals. The desert Florida. Yeah, exactly. It's well, just as crazy. Right, exactly. And there's Actually, hardly... it has more Mexicans, which really benefit its state, unlike Florida. <laughs> <laughs> Mexicans really hold it down. I'm just a huge fan. Well, um, it used to be Mexico, unlike Florida. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I do. So you're telling me that 
currently, mm-hmm. this company has convinced 170 families mm-hmm. to send their children here in Florida? Yes. Well, they're not sending them to Florida. They're en- enrolling in this education course. Right. No, I didn't mean that. But yeah. they're all... Okay, so maybe they go to a place, but then they strap on their stuff, right? No, they... They strap it on from home? They're learning from home. So it's not even 170 Florida families. It's just no. that the company is from Florida. The company is from Florida. Yes, Jesus exactly. Jesus Christ. And it's a part it's of this whole... It's a part of this whole like culture war thing that's been going on in Florida for years now when it comes to uh, parental choice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Parental rights in education. Yeah. Um, and that... That issue is tied up in the like, don't say gay bill, and it's tied up in all of these like book bannings and stuff mm-hmm. that have been going on, and it's been in uh, rolled up in the new like education that Ron DeSantis is using like PragerU YouTube videos mm-hmm. to teach about history that say like black people were actually fine or whatever, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know they, what I like, mean? Benefited in from slavery because yeah, they yeah. got an education. Exactly, it's part of this whole like the they culture how war. To farm. The front line of the culture war is in the public schools in Florida. For sure. And that's been Ron DeSantis' major thing that he's been pushing. Mm-hmm. And it's all tied up with this like parental rights thing. Yeah, yeah. Which the what's crazy to me about all this is the hypocrisy that like these conservative people are the people who believe in like the fucking, you know, Bilderberg group and uh what's that what's that meeting they have every year in in switzerland the world oh, economic the world forum, forum. Yeah, yeah, yeah they yeah. believe in this thing called the great reset which is sort of a a um conspiracy theory that's about the um the european aristocracy and elites and really what they mean is jews, jews. I knew yeah it. Exactly. i knew it Has jews and uh like you know the reptilian people who rule the planet are going to consolidate all the power into this one world government and then enslave everybody else and make them like live in a pod and eat bugs and drive an electric car etc cetera, etc cetera. that's like sort of the that's sort of the idea there was this like video that floated around the internet a while back of a slideshow from the first World Economic Forum, mm-hmm. which is weird, by the way, and it is like a bunch of like quote unquote thought leaders, um, you know, who work for quote unquote think tanks, and yeah. it's a bunch of like really wealthy, influential people who go there. And there was this slide that was like, um, it was like a vision of the future, like in the coming years, and the slide said, "You will own nothing, and you'll be happy." Right. In other words, they were like introducing this new economic model where you rent everything and you have no property and you essentially are just like a citizen that lives and like consumes and has various different subscriptions to stuff. Mm -hmm. And you can see how, as always, there is a kernel of truth to every conspiracy theory. The realignment is not happening because of a shady group of European aristocrats. It's happening uh, via the ever-increasing economic disparity between the 1% and everybody else. Uh, Wage stagnation and income inequality... um, It seems like it would benefit the people at the top of capitalism if we did not own anything. If we did, in fact, have to pay them monthly for everything that we have. Exactly. But where the... And that is, you can see that that's happening. And like, look at all the subscription wealth. services. We can't build generational wealth. We can't pass things down because we right. don't own anything. We rent everything. Right. Yeah. Well, think that, about that's like a nightmare. the money-making model of uh, Silicon Valley mm-hmm. over the past 20 years, right, is creating apps that you subscribe to yeah. 
that um you know that you forget about and then you're stuck paying money forever um or like tv has now become a series of different apps that we you know pay subscriptions to etc cetera, etc cetera. Mm-hmm. that's just the way things are moving um and that's the way uh, technology is making business people have to innovate in order to keep you know, alienating and immiserating everybody. <laughs> but the the place where the conspiracy theorists go wrong is that they think that there is a, a an on-purpose plan being perpetrated by a bunch of, like, Jews in Europe, yeah. essentially. Little gargoyles. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or people, aliens that are reptiles wearing human suits. When really, this is just a natural process of the economic system that we live under. And, you know, if nothing's done about it and it's allowed to run rampant, then it fucking kills everybody that lives within it. And that's just how it goes. I mean, it's just the way that it's the natural progression of this stuff. But anywho, um, there are other like. So in addition to that, um, that being the core principle, there are a lot of these other like ideas like that get wrapped up in this conspiracy about the World Economic Forum. Mm -hmm. And I can't remember the guy's name, but George Soros is also somebody that they blame for this. And it's all culture shit. Like, they think electric vehicles um, are part of this plot. Mm -hmm. Somehow, like, taking away your your gas-guzzling car and giving you an electric vehicle, like, making the only option you have to buy an electric vehicle is some sort of, like, enslavement on I have their a part. little fact about George Soros. Did you know that um, some company that he owns that then owns another company that has a shell company, you know, some, yeah, something sure. like the, that? Yeah, the way um, business people... Purchased Taylor Swift's crimes. master's. Oh, no shit. No, I didn't. He's, like, part of that whole thing <laughs> wow, where they wow. purchased her master's so that they could do whatever they wanted with it. Yeah, well, we should do... Um, we should do America Taylor's version. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like, I feel like someone has been wanting to ch- turn her into an alt right figure for a long time now. Oh yeah, on 4chan they all think that she's like the alt right, like really, yeah, like racist, like white people, like icon, like they idolize wow. her. Yeah, they oh, all think weird. that she's like this. So it symbol is happening. For like I always thought that all the ingredients were there. No, it's and- been happening. Oh, Trust shit. me, it's crazy. Um, but the another part of this like conspiracy is that they think that like eventually they're gonna force you to live in a fifteen minute city. There's this big I've heard of craze this. about this. I, you know who told me about this? Who? My former maid of honor. Another who, Florida woman. Who grew up in Florida, uh-huh. who has been on and off opioids since she's been sixteen years old. Yeah. Um, who did not come to my bachelorette, nor did she come to my wedding because yeah. she had basically She's an addict. She's an addict and she had all the addict excuses about mm-hmm. shit. Mm-hmm. Um she told me about fifteen minute cities and right. the World Economic Forum. Yes, yes, exactly. So she's really into it. And where does she live now? Georgia. In on a farm in Georgia, off the grid, in the middle of nowhere. And what is she doing with her kids? Homeschooling. She's homeschooling them. She has exercised her quote unquote parental rights to pull her kids out of fucking public school and homeschool them because for fear she said of that ideological brainwashing, essentially. She also thinks that schools are legally allowed to pull your kids and vaccinate them against your consent. Right, exactly. And so, okay, so you're seeing all the different like thoughts and communities mm-hmm. that go into the, that stem out of this one. But you know, it also reminds me, and this is another like Florida centric thing yeah, because please. it involves retirees. Uh-huh. It rem- the way that she went down that rabbit hole mm-hmm. reminded me of the way that 
boomers go down this rabbit hole. Yeah. And the way that we all kind of went down some rabbit hole or another during COVID. And that's because we all were stuck at home with time on our hands. That is the retiree's dilemma. And doing what? Staring at screens. Exactly. This is where the giants come from. This is where all the like misinformation about the COVID vaccine comes from. QAnon comes from all this shit. She she's on like she inherited her mother's pension because yeah. her mother died unfortunately. Right, right. Um, so she doesn't work. Yeah, and she, and she also to. doesn't homeschool her kids. I mean, that's pretty obvious. Yeah, well, uh, she's, she's an just doing she's whatever. Doing drugs. Uh, she's yeah. just doing drugs and running around a farm. Uh, it's, they don't even grow anything. It's 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 a stretch to call it a farm. But right. but uh, she stares at a screen all day, right? Mm-hmm. Just like mm-hmm. just like a boomer consuming content. Yeah, yeah. and that it fries our brains. Man. It does. Yeah. Well, so the content is also designed to fry your brain. And I think that's where that like yoga mom thing where basically yoga moms got turned into anti-vaxxers too yeah, is because right. um they're stay-at-home moms now listen i stay they're at home with, with our child was like purity right and like pretty often. health conscious stuff yeah yeah yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and save the children also they're all yeah into yeah like save the children and i don't have time to just be on in fact there's so many days where i don't even watch a 30-minute episode of TV. Yeah, right. <laughs> so I don't know where these stay-at-home moms are getting all their time because I'm not finding it. Right. Well, I think maybe when she starts going to school, right, then you'll that's have a little, it, right. little bit more time to... Well, but then that's assuming they go to school, which her kids don't. <sighs> I know. <laughs> they run around outside all day. But, yeah. you know, anyway, I digress. Yes. Um, another thing that these guys think is going to happen uh, when the World Economic Forum perpetrates the Great Reset is they're going to uh, eliminate meat. You're not going to be allowed to eat I've meat heard anymore. This, You're yes. going to have to eat bugs mm-hmm. uh, and fake protein like grown in labs and stuff. Yeah. And you're going to have to move to the 15-minute city where they're going to enslave everybody and make them live in big, high-density housing. So that they can like better control them or something like that? Yeah, right. To, like, put them all in one place? Exactly. Is, exactly. The, is the no meat transitioning to bugs thing, is that about like people thinking that if you put someone on a low protein diet it affects their like IQ or something like yeah, that. Yeah, well that it's like part a, of the a method of control. The other idea of like uh you've heard of the concept of a soy boy, right? Oh, like, sure, sure. Somebody who doesn't eat meat but consumes like soy protein like tofu or uh-huh. whatever and they have this like this idea it's fucking bunk. It's not scientific, but that if it you eat too much you? soy, yeah, mm-hmm. you start producing estrogen instead mm-hmm. of, you know, and again, here's the thing. There's kernels of truth to all these ideas. Well, I was just going to say, my dad People had are prostate cancer a few times, and his doctors actually recommend that he start drinking soy milk. Yeah, okay. that's And that may be true, that like soy milk has some sort of like benefit when it comes to like your, your prostate I don't issues know or whatever. True. I just know that it's true that my father's My point is that it doesn't it turn you into a trans woman, which is all what all these guys sure, think. Sure, sure, sure. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, they this think is back to the theory of there girl. might be a grain of truth in something, and then it, it's such a problem of the human condition that we right. take that tiny little... Th- piece of evidence or piece of truth yeah. and we we blow it out of proportion and go like if anyone even well, smells it soybean like, get they'll imaginative become trans. with it yeah, yeah. and then yeah. like start projecting weird like fantasies personal and fantasies fears onto and, it. And, yeah, exactly so like it's true that people are urbanizing people are moving to cities like in greater numbers than they have been before people are creating like 
they're trying to push crickets as like a substitute for meat because meat is like really terrible for the environment and very expensive, expensive to make. Yeah. Whereas like bugs are like super cheap to make. Ironically, ironically, that is a product of capitalism, <laughs> which the conspiracy theorists like claim to love. Uh, capitalism is what is creating the bugs to be eaten in the first place. Mm. But anyway, all this results in a sort of like collective rejection of like futurism, a rejection of like progressive values and thoughts um, that then, and this is what I've been getting to this whole time, is completely reversed and rejected hypocritically when it comes to some shit that they like. Like VR headsets for their children. Like VR headsets for their children. Yeah, it's weird that They that say, I won't live person, in the pod. I yeah. won't eat the bugs. I reject your authoritarian techno-futurism. But I reserve my right to pull my kid out of school, make sure that he doesn't interact with any other children or teachers all day long, and strap a fucking helmet onto his head to broadcast ideology. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, it's weird. It's it's weird that a a conservative would also be, well, like you said, they're rejecting mm. futurism, but choosing, but they're choosing little pieces that they like and saying that there's yeah, nothing exactly. wrong with it. But it reminds me of like Walt Disney actually, who is yeah. classically a conservative, but also yeah, a traditionalist classically a futurist. and a futurist yeah, at the same it's time. Kind of a weird Florida Floridian man dynamic, combo. isn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah. But it all goes back to the like it goes back to the idea that you should have the right to make your kid believe whatever you believe yeah, and not to have them be subjected to whatever some sort of governing body says that they should think. Or literally anyone else's opinion but yours. Right, exactly. And what this results in is a sort of like rejection of consensus. Yeah. You know what I mean? There is... You used to get an education that was based in an idea of objectivity somehow. Mm. Like, you go to school to learn about how stuff is. Or, even you know? if that was the ideal and it was never achieved in, yeah, right. in reality, it was... My dad said that, you know... Mm -hmm. uh, Vietnam was a noble thing and then you go to school and, and then you my learn teacher an says viewpoint. Vietnam was horrible like globalism by America and then my friend said his dad said you know it's like yeah, exactly. you get different opinions by interacting with different people That's right. and even if your household has one very strong viewpoint on something you're interacting with other kids other families uh -huh. teachers you know fucking mm -hmm. I don't know, religious leaders even, that yeah, like sure. ha all have these different opinions and you can synthesize that as you grow up and choose what you want to believe. Exactly. And, and they're that's not getting true. that. That is the basis of intellectual freedom and the, the like goal of a good education is the ability to parse through information, sort opposing facts and viewpoints into some sort of idea of an objective reality. Yeah. Right? And by sending your kid into an environment where they are confronted with opposing viewpoints from all sides, like, let's be honest, even if your teacher is like, you should become a trans girl, like, your, your depression is caused by the fact that you don't even know that you're supposed to be a trans girl, um, your friends are also going to be there and say something along the lines of, that's fucking bullshit, Weird. you know yeah. what I mean? Like, and then you get to... You have the ability to to synthesize your own opinion 
out of like all of these opposing ideas. Yeah. Whereas what the fundamental purpose of this parents' rights movement, I think, is, Mm -hmm. is to make it so that your kid never, ever hears even a little bit the opposing viewpoint. Yeah. Unless it's been filtered through what you have to say already. Yeah. And so you're, you're ironically, in the name of your own freedom, taking away your kid's intellectual freedom. I mean, think about it. What's less free than being in, like, going to school without going to school. Yeah. You're stuck in your own room in a fucking headset. It's like a nightmare. It's like a futuristic nightmare. Um, yeah. And it's in the name of ideology. Ironically, they think that the public schools are pushing ideology on their kids and that then what they must do is equally forcefully from what they imagine is happening at school, push ideology onto their kids instead of allowing their kids to make any kind of decision or become a grown-up in any way. I have a less high-tech, real, like, real-life uh example. I could not think it. of the world exam- <laughs> word example. Um when I was growing up in Florida, um, I I was a professional child actor. Yes, yes, yes you yes. heard it here first. Uh-huh. Um, and I was in a production of. Or you were a professional actor child. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, I was in a production of uh, Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat mm-hmm. at the Naples Center Theater, Gotta and love um, it. I was in that play with another kid my age whose mom, like my mom would always just drop me off and yeah, leave right. because uh-huh. the whole theater thing annoyed her, um, which I totally get now. Yeah. Um, but this this kid's mom would just be around all the time. Actually, she was really cool. She would like, she would take us places yeah. and we'd go get ice cream and stuff. But anyway, she, this little kid went to a school, a private school, a private religious school that almost yeah. operated more like a homeschooling group because mm-hmm. it was so small. Mm-hmm. All the kids were in one room, even though they were in different grades and everything. Yeah, That's right. how small it was. Mm-hmm. And they their school was, they would go to this room and then someone would wheel out a television and they would play them lessons from a real school religious school that happened in the 90s so they would go and they would sit and they would watch lessons on a television all day that were recorded in the 90s bizarre so yeah speaking of meta right i mean like they're what they're (laughs) and that was ideologically based right yeah because their parents didn't want them learning bad ideas right right so this so this this idea of like Meta schooling for ideological purity has some history in Florida. It does. But it was just held back by the technology. So (laughs) instead of like watching a videotape of an actual classroom learning the right lessons, Uh right? Which, God, I can't imagine a more alienating like school. That's so crazy. That's like out of a fucking like Kurt Vonnegut novel (laughs) or like a fuck. I mean, there's something like Kafka esque about that you know, watching a recording of a real classroom as your (laughs) class. But then, yeah, exactly. Once the technology um, came around, showed itself to to be available. Sufficiently advanced. Yeah, sufficiently advanced. Then they just got rid of the school room entirely. (laughs) Yeah. I I think that another one of 
a really sad pitfall of this whole thing yeah. is that we ha- we have a collective loss of third spaces a loss right, of right. like uh-huh. you know you c- i can't even go sit in a starbucks anymore yeah like, exactly i have to mobile order or even like if i do if they do have a store that i can walk into yeah. there's like no chairs they're all like chained up or whatever yeah and, like, right, there's no bathroom right, and right. The, they're playing like alienating music on purpose. It feels like and they do that at like Seven Elevens to get the homeless guys yeah. to not hang around the front door. So like there is a loss of third spaces, and yeah. and one of the third spaces that's being lost in this scenario is a fucking school. Yeah, and that's where you learn how to be a human being for so many reasons. But one of them that I think about in terms of my own friend who lives on a farm in Georgia yeah. is that there's no other adults interacting with her children, no, and that makes me really nervous because yeah. those other adults interacting with them not only is it good for their mental health and 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 Mm -hmm. emotional development and socialization in general but if something was going on in that home that Mm -hmm. shouldn't be going on nobody could report it to anybody report it it. yeah exactly you know nobody would ever know no one would ever know it's true if they're gonna show up to soccer practice with Mm -hmm. like weird scratches all over them or something um then someone will see it. Yeah. They won't be these invisible children in the middle of nowhere yeah, exactly. that can't get help, you know? Well, so what's so, again, I mean, I could talk about this for days, but what's so ironic to me about all this is that the, so the the people who think that the, the Great Reset is going to put us all in, trap us all in tiny boxes and like incinerate us for the Great Machine, mm-hmm. Um, their ideal landscape is like driving a lifted truck 45 minutes to the grocery store back to their fucking gigantic house in a suburb where they never see their neighbors. They definitely never talk to their neighbors and nobody ever inconveniences them for anything. They go upstairs and see their kid alone in their room wearing a headset going to school. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so what do they really want? It's the most alienating, fucking isolated, awful fucking existence They're already living their own nightmare. Yeah, exactly. So the the opposite of a 15-minute city and, like, living in a dense, like, community that's walkable is fucking what you got out in Florida. Those endless developments that are happening Mm -hmm. that we... I drove past with your mom on the way there that are, like, just house after house after house. Um, which is, by the way, that exact sort of urban planning in opposition to the 15-minute city is exactly what's killing the planet right now. It's what made the water off the coast of Florida 100 degrees, is yeah. making America depend on cars, making the world depend on cars, and building so that everybody gets their own gigantic little fucking <laughs> McMansion. You know what I mean? That yeah. they're in debt for for the rest of their lives and will never pay off, but... You know. Remember 20 minutes ago when we were talking about trailers? Yeah. It just occurred to me because you mentioned big houses. Yeah. Um, that like millennials being economically disadvantaged, mm-hmm. we were like, uh, uh, we can't afford a, ha- a house. So what if we make Yeah, a, what if I live in a shipping um, container? Tiny <laughs> yeah. house. Yeah, exactly. a shipping container. A van. Hashtag yeah, van exactly. life. Yeah, exactly. Van life um, is van just life. living in a trailer, <laughs> you fucking idiot. <laughs> it's like we couldn't emotionally cope with the reality that we might yeah, live in yeah, a trailer exactly. in a trailer yeah. park. So we were like, I live in a, a, a van. I, it's van it's so life. fun. I yeah. travel all over. It's like, 
so you're homeless? That's so true. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Van life is just living in a trailer, but like Instagrammable. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Buy some like fake plants and like like a, a coffee machine. Uh-huh. And then it's van life and not yeah, being homeless exactly. or living in a trailer. Yeah, exactly. Or living in your car. Have Speaking of like really tight spaces, have yeah. you heard of the Florida man who didn't get off a cruise ship? No, what? So there's a missing Florida man. Oh, shit. And um, I know this because a bunch of news sites sent out a video yeah. of his last, like the last moment, the last moments that he was seen. Oh, the last are like, on recorded video. Moment yeah, that he was on and the it's, ship. Uh-huh. he's dancing to, um, Oh, fuck. Uh, we are family. Oh, yeah. Dan, 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 dan. Um, on a you carnival cruise ship. <laughs> wow. But um, it says, a Florida man has been missing since Monday after disappearing while on board a carnival cruise ship returning to Miami, Florida. Jeez. Kevin McGrath, a father of two, an army veteran from oh, Port St. Lucie, was last seen by his brother around 2 a.m., who was also on the cruise 2 a.m. Um, he was drunk. He fell off the side of it. Cell phone footage captured him dancing to live music on Sunday night. His mm-hmm. key card was used to enter his room mm-hmm. around 3.30 a.m. Mm-hmm. Around 7.30 a.m., he did not show up for breakfast with his family and was reported missing after he was nowhere to be found. Yeah. Many cruise passengers have commented on social media that Carnival did not send any notice about the missing person. Oh, no. Um. They also say that the, um, the uh, what's it called? It's like a signal overboard detection system. Yeah, it didn't catch anything? Did not go off. Here's what I bet happened. He fell off because he was drunk in a vet and maybe he killed himself or whatever on purpose or not. Jeez. But um, he, the ship's on board, like uh, overboard detection system isn't good enough, you know, and it was just mm. a malfunction. But... So his key card got him into his room yeah, though. Yeah. Yeah. Is are there on I I haven't been on a cruise since I was 11 years old. Yeah, right, right. Are are your rooms abutting a window that leads just straight off the boat? Yeah, sometimes. There's like you get a little so balcony. So you could like you could essentially just wiggle your way through your window and just plop no, down there's no, into the ocean. W- like literally some rooms have doors that open up onto a balcony oh. that you could just jump off of oh. into the ocean. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So you think he probably did that? I'm guessing because he got into his room. Yeah. And then where'd he go? Well, then then he's he disappeared. He was abducted. I yeah, guess. exactly. <laughs> and well, probed, certainly. The fact that he's not like a beautiful young white lady yeah. makes me think that he, he, just he fell off. had a tragic accident. Yeah, that's funny because the when people... Anytime I hear of a case where someone went missing on a cruise ship, mm-hmm. um, I think about this case. Natalie that, Holloway, right? Oh, no. No, 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 no. no. She, no? A Dutch man killed her in Aruba. Oh, She, got she it. was on a class trip, like a, oh, a graduation trip, a senior class but trip. But there, there was a carnival cruise where a, a white lady went yeah, missing, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? That's exactly what I think of. Yeah. I forget her name, but um, oh, she, no. <laughs> she disappeared Everyone on a cruise Everyone mistakes her for Natalie like Holloway? Oh, no. I think it's just you. Oh, okay. Well, good. Hopefully. <laughs> but there's like so many rumors name. that she was sex trafficked. No one ever found yeah, her though. Yeah, yeah, but that yeah. she was like smuggled, you know, like drugged Damn. by someone who worked for the cruise uh-huh. who got extra money by like kind of kidnapping, drugging, Fuck. kidnapping girls. And then once they 
like port once they dock yeah. in Jamaica to like have your little excursion or whatever. They like sh- they put her in a bag and oh, carry her shit. off and then sell her or whatever. Oh, that's fucked. Yeah. That's horrible. Yeah. That's awful, dude. There's also like a bunch of reports of people um, being in Jamaica and like in a, in a strip club or in some way like uh-huh. soliciting a prostitute and like calling the authorities because they're like... This uh, looks a lot the, like that missing persons <laughs> yeah, poster yeah. on my cruise ship. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. Ay, ay, ay. Well, yeah, I hope this guy isn't a sex and slave not a, Well, yeah, I don't know. He's 26. He's still, you know. He's hot. I think he's, he's still. Fit. Yeah, look at him. He's got, he's got a nice beard. Aww. His ears are pierced. Yeah. I don't know. He could be a sex slave. I would never, I would never want him to be a sex Me slave. Me either. Poor guy. Well, I don't know if there is a good outcome for this man. Um, <laughs> no, I don't think so. I bet he just went overboard. What if he just disappeared on purpose? What if he worked it out with a guy? Well, at that'd be Carnival really sad because he has two kids. Oh yeah, then he'd be a bad, bad man. Yeah, yeah. We want him to be a good, good guy who just fell off the side of a boat. Aw. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, that sucks. I mean, if anybody sees a handsome, uh, a handsome twenty-six-year-old black dude with a, a funky beard and two uh, earrings. In the middle of the uh, Caribbean Sea, please, <laughs> please, please call do us call us. Yeah, call yeah. me at get to our <laughs> direct messages on Instagram immediately and let us know, and then maybe we'll be able to do something about it if we're not busy. Right, right. Yeah. So, but don't well, call I will if I'm not busy us. and Filter I see that message, us. then I will help that guy. Yeah, yeah I totally. Promise. Me too. I promise. Me too. You know, or you could call the Coast Guard or whatever. But who? Coast Guard is that even a real branch of the military? <laughs> <laughs> I don't trust it. Okay, that's all I've got today, babe. Yeah, same. All right, cool. Well, thanks for listening, you guys. We love you. Please give us a rating and a subscription and a like and a hug and a kiss. Oh, wait, before we before we stop, I have to say we got a comment. Somebody was uh wanted to uh, give us a little like information on so in our last episode, we talked about how uh criminals apparently it's like really cool to lean all the way back and drive horizontal like like your arm extended yeah you're parallel to the ground as you're driving Mm -hmm. which is like the most insane thing i've ever seen but apparently uh that's a thing and some guy commented and informed us that that's known as the gangsta lean hell yeah and that that's a part of like rap subculture and like people have been doing it for forever because i always thought the gangsta lean was like you know you're standing on the street corner it was like a posture like a body posture i thought so too i thought it was Referring to someone like someone's like, standing posture. Yeah. But I guess if I like really think about it, that's like really a crib cool. walk, right? Which is like you like. Well, that's a walk, not a stand. Okay. Well, I definitely didn't think it applied to being in a moving vehicle. A crip walk. There could be like a blood, like a blood, a blood stand. <laughs> yeah. Blood stand. Blood a blood stain. Punch. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Say that. Like a Latin king crouch i don't know i mean uh, apparently this is a whole thing <laughs> yeah but i won't uh, i thank you listener for uh, letting us know about that and if you guys want to contribute to the podcast if you want to send us a story send us a comment or an anecdote or like have a question that you want us to like talk about on air please do so we love hearing from you you can do that on instagram or if you want to you can give us a five-star rating and include it as a part of your review. Then we will definitely read it on air. Because we'll like you Literally a lot. anything you say, fucking try me. We'll give you a little kiss. We'll say, oh, yeah, thank you for your question. Mm-hmm. 
will sex- sexually harass you on air. I'll pretend I'm a boy mom for you, yes. Yeah, I you love did my so son. Good this son is the literal today. love of my life. Oh my god, he's he my soulmate. So good at soccer my son today. is my soulmate. I sleep with my son every night. 